<laughs> What's up, Wes? What's going on, bud? Glad to be here, man. Dude, super stoked to have you on. Super stoked to have you on. Um, so the reason I, I wanted to have you on is just because I think what you guys do, are doing at the party tour is, is super cool, super interesting, super fresh. And that's like what I'm all about is just giving people different and new perspectives into the world of golf. So if someone were to ask you, what is party tour? What would you say? Or how would you introduce it? <laughs> uh, pretty much knocking on exactly what you just said. It's, it's a unique, fresh way of, of looking into golf and, and getting a lot of different... Um, uh, types of people and demographics into the sport through um, through art, music, and golf. Man, it's it's um, it's kind of realistically, golf has always been a big part of my life. But um, you know, some of the partners when we started this thing all started to love golf or always had the love of golf, and you know, that's the sport that brought us all together. And now we've branched off to this cool little festival that has really, um, I guess, changed the sport a little bit. Yeah, that's what we're about. It's definitely an interesting time, you know, with we just we're coming off the waste management. People are getting into the game. People are, you know, having a good time. We have like the live narrative going on as well. Um, you know, after the COVID uh, or inc- after COVID, excuse me, a massive increase in, in golfers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way I like to explain it to friends who maybe never have heard of the party tour is essentially like the Coachella or like a, a music festival for golf, right? Oh yeah. Right on, uh, right on the nose there. And it's funny cause, uh, you know, part of the group comes from that music festival world. So I'm mm-hmm. sure we'll dive into that. Okay. Dope. So, I mean, when did you guys start or how did you get the start or, or what's sort of like the, <laughs> you know, how did this idea come to fruition? I guess is a better question. I guess uh, I, it's actually a really cool story, but I guess we'll, we'll kind of start with kind of what we are. We're the three branches. We bring music, art and golf into one thing. And that's kind of how these three different, um, I guess avenues all led to this one thing. So I'll start kind of with the golf side, which is me uh, and, and Jacob Galladay, Jesus of golf. If you've seen him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, we um, became good friends through, through um, professional lawn drive and, and one of the top lawn drivers on the planet. And then once uh, we, one thing that does come with lawn drive is you do a lot of like charity corporate outings mm-hmm. and, and me and him got really close, but we started playing and doing all these 18 hole scrambles events and, and they all, the same thing one after another after another and we're like this is really not even that fun anymore like how do we how do we spice that up and and kind of get the narrative away from just the 18 hole traditional scramble so take that from the golf side of things then we got from the music side of things got in chris keating uh chris is one of the co-founders with me and jacob that comes from the music festival world he's produced any uh any and every music festival you probably even thought of he's had a hand in and Chris always comes, he came from a little bit of background of golf. He used to be a caddy, but he, nice. um, beginning of COVID was, they couldn't have music festivals, right? So what could we do, especially down in Florida where I lived, is we could play golf. <laughs> and so um, long story short, we started talking and, and, and kind of thought about the thing of, you can't have music festivals right now, but we can have charity golf events. So why don't we kind of throw a music festival on a golf course. And it was kind of a funny, uh, funny way how that started. Chris actually had the same idea. And let, let me start this off by me, Chris Keating and Jacob Galladay, me and Jacob were friends and Chris never met each other in the world. Never, right. never, never met. And it was just funny how it, the conversation started. And all of a sudden he's like, wait, hold on. Like I actually thought about doing that at one point. And so we're like, maybe we should do this. So, and that's uh, hence in the middle of COVID, we had nothing else to do. And we saw kind of a, like you just hit on a, a huge uptick in golf and, right. and a completely different um, 
people from all walks of life getting into golf. Like, this is really cool. And this is really actually a movement. And it's like, we all love music. We all love golf and we love lack of better terms, like the party. So let's put it all together. And and that's how we kind of started with the party tour. And then what the coolest thing, and I think is the coolest thing about an aspect of the party tour is the art aspect. And mm-hmm. during the same time, Chris Keating that met Greg Mike, uh, Greg Meacham out of, out of Atlanta, owns AB, ABV agency and art agency out of Atlanta has done murals. He does paints. I think he told me the other day he painted a six story building. Like he just oh, does wow. crazy stuff with art. And at the same time, Greg mentioned to Chris about wanting to do a golf tournament for artists. Mm-hmm. So they came with this idea that he wanted to do golf and arts. And Chris was like, well, I just met these two random guys. that want to do this, this, um, you know, golf and put music together. And they're like, maybe we should all get in the same room and talk. So it, it was funny how that kind of those three little avenues led to this one big thing. And, and they were just crazy enough to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. And it's so cool. It's so interesting. So fresh. So that was all in 2020, you said, right? When did, mm-hmm. when did you host your first uh, party tour? Like, when was the first event? Our first event was actually, I mean, it's almost coming on one year, one year ago, at the okay. same time as the Honda Classic down here in Florida. So it was February 26. And we had it down in Palm Beach National. And then we've yet that we've had, a, you know, one in Phoenix and a few other smaller collaborations since. But realistically, we started working on this and all met together with this crazy idea probably, oh, man, probably about almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of set on it. I'm not going to lie. We kind of set on it for like three or four months. And, and you know, it's obviously you're looking at the financial way of how do you fund this thing. But also it's like this has never been done. And there's that little, you know, um, I guess unknown. And, uh, yeah, we finally were just like, screw it. Let's This thing seems awesome. We think it's awesome. Everybody we kind of pitch the idea to is people enjoy the idea so let's do it and so that's how it started that's awesome so a lot to dive into here uh Mm -hmm. you said you've had three events so like what can kind of someone expect is it just uh, a scramble or or how how is it sort of organized you know like if you're if you're just a you know like a guy you know who just signs up like what can you expect coming in so I guess the best way is, so we've had two full actual events, festival events. Now we've had a couple one-off, um, you know, pop-ups here and there, but the, the one that we've had two big, I guess, golf festivals and, and it, it really kind of, um, it all correlates on a golf course, which is the venue. Mm-hmm. Um, now my ad in the future doesn't necessarily have to be on a venue. So we'll hint, hint on that one, but you know, mm-hmm. we bring it onto a golf course and we, kind of either take the drive range or part of the venue and we turn it into kind of a music festival ground we have some staging uh we have some you know food we have bars we have that kind of festival type vibe and then let alone it's on a golf course and then we also have uh which is our again i think it's coolest part is we have we bring in live artists so they you know we build eight foot by eight foot um canvases walls and and they literally i mean it's the sickest thing in the world man they take paint and spray paint and paint like some of the most incredible paintings in like four or five hours and coming from a golfer and an athletic background i'm not even close to an artist nor can i draw a stick figure so like i'm super uber impressed by it but if you're a a consumer walking in that door you're going to walk into a really really cool open inviting type festival that you can literally go and watch art 
You can go watch some live music. You can just go hang, eat some food, or you can go hit some golf balls and some golf activations. And you can hang it. We have you know a few other activations, but you can go hit some golf balls or you can just go watch music. You can go mm-hmm. watch music and hit golf balls. I mean, it's it's really cool um, demographic that we've kind of put together that there's realistically for all those three types of people that want to go see you know, music and, and art and like to hit golf balls, like you can do it right. at our festivals and, and you can do one in each or all three and, and have a great time. Yeah. So just so I understand, like initially there is a scramble though, to start kind of like kick things off though, or. Yeah. So we, um, we do, so we have an 18 hole scramble in the morning. So I guess yeah. I'll give you the lowdown kind of like in Phoenix, what we did at Dobson Ranch is we had, um, the scramble that started like 11, 1130 in the morning and got done about four o'clock and, most of those, I mean, most of those teams were um, for sponsors. Also, probably half the teams were people that bought that want to play golf and and get a full eighteen holes in. So we have a full golf tournament. You're, you're, I hate to say your typical eighteen hole scramble, but we also right. throw some really cool activation. It's a little spiced up. I mean, like number one, we had a huge jumbotron behind it that had all our. I mean, and um, I hate to say it, we had one thing that did fall through. We were supposed to have flames going on, but. Unfortunately, the pyro didn't work out on that one. <laughs> but so that'll be uh, that'll be uh, that'll be soon. So keep that one on the download. We had some cool stuff with uh, with some activations on some golf stuff. But yeah, some flames, CO two. I mean, we realistically, our team can create just about just about anything you imagine when it comes to producing, you know, an event or some cool activities or stuff like that. Which is really gives some freedom, but also it's. Um, I mean, it's, it's really cool to see your imagination come to fruition, but, uh, we got some cool stuff, man. It's like the Disneyland kind of golf. It's is, is what it sounds like as far <laughs> as like the, you know, the, the, the scramble goes, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's for the people that want to play some golf. They, mm-hmm. they want to get their 18 holes in, uh, they want to have a good time with their buddies and actually play golf. And, and, and that's obviously, you know, golf is a center around where this started and what it is, but, it's also, you know, the cornerstone of where we started and it's like, Hey, we want to do something special to add on to these tournaments and, and kind of morphed into it. So the real bread and butter, it sounds like is after the scramble, right? <laughs> it's kind of what uh, it sounds like. Cause you'd mentioned like, that's really when the art kind of takes place and like all the food and Bev is out. And then you'd mentioned mm-hmm. like activations as well. Yeah. So we, um, yeah. So all the fun is, I right. guess all the yeah. fun. It's all fun. All the party. Yeah. Uh, once we open those gates, um, you know, once we go open those gates to GA, it, it's it's where the party gets started. So, um, you know, we it's just really cool to see like the different kinds of people that come in and get involved, and and that's what we, I guess, first dreamt of this um, imaginational of seeing like different people in golf. But it's been really cool to see that people come in, and and some people are just there to watch the art, and they're like. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I can go hit a golf ball. Let's go try this. And you look over, and they're like the biggest smiles on their face, and they're like hitting shots. And, it, and that's what the cool thing about this has done. But when it comes to activations, like the perfect example, like at um, at Dobson Ranch, they have a top top tracer range. Right. So it was kind of cool. It was, it was a little bit easier than what we did down in Palm Beach when it came to activating on the golf activation sides, because we can really utilize the top golf or the top tracer part of it, which everybody obviously loves top golf because they're making billions of dollars every quarter but um and you know and then we throw in some putting courses and all that kind of stuff and we got some things in the works when it comes to some putting courses so i'll I'll leave it at that but we got some fun stuff on the horizon 
Okay, for sure. Dude, so you'd talked a little bit about art throughout this process, and I had mm-hmm. watched your guys' story, um, you know, this past weekend at Waste Management, and I actually got to see the, like, the art actually get built out. That sounds like a pretty incredible part as well. I mean, can we can we dive a little bit deeper in that? You, you touched on it a little bit. Can we get a little farther yeah. into it? Yeah, you talking, so this coming from even building the canvases all the way to the finished product. I mean, yeah. it's, I try to stay away from that side thing. I let Greg and his team, cause yeah. you know, they've done this a billion times, but you know, we, it's cool. You know, we build an, a frame of eight foot by eight foot frame. And then we put a big canvas on there, blank canvas and, and we can really activate anywhere. And um, so like Phoenix, she hitting that one. Cause that's, you know, the most recent one, but we created, I think we had five or six walls that kind of circled the main um, venue area where all the music and, and a lot of people at the end of the day were going to be, or at the end of the night when everything was shut down to watch the con- the full concert, the, 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 um, the art kind of surrounded everything. So it made this really cool, like stadium field um, Coliseum of, of live art. So, mm-hmm. um, but Greg and his team, they've been unbelievable, man. They, they bring in some of the best, most talented um, artists on the planet. I mean, we did a, uh, a couple of activations at the top golf, 2k sports. Yeah. Um, that looked awesome, man. That looks event. crazy. You, you um, didn't go, right? You unfortunately, were in uh, okay. unfortunately I couldn't make it out there. Uh, had a couple of reasons why I couldn't, but the team, mm. I mean, they did a great job and a Greg and Jacob and, and Morgan out there and, and they crushed it, but it was, um, it, it was really cool. And I know those companies that we worked with, they're extremely, um, happy what we got to, we pulled off and and hopefully fingers crossed we got a a lot more on the horizon with those guys um and with those companies but i mean did you see the tiger woods thing that just yeah, did that's what i'm saying like I that's mean, what i was incredible. saying was so crazy yeah four hours man wow all spray paint it's four hours and and, and those guys are so talented like you know greg is so talented but he has you know he's i know he literally they found just like he was he's a phoenix-based Mm-hmm. um artist and when we were going out there for you know the party tour at Dobson Ranch you know they reached out to him and they never met each other and like and and now they have this cool bond through this and you know it just leads to other things it's just it's really it's really cool the communities like the three communities that we combined to make this one community and now it's really branching out and I mean it's it's something I'm proud of man it's been really cool mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah no it's cool to watch I mean I just have been exposed to it but I I can't imagine like where it's going to go in the next five, 10, like 15 years, you know, it's exciting to think about because these, these like festivals are such a big part of like culture, you know, and like pop culture today and, and everyone's lives. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, older or younger, like they're appealing to a lot of different people now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I mean, in Palm beach, we had anywhere from eight year olds to 80 years old that came out to that festival. Um, the one we did in, in Phoenix was a little bit more the the 21 to 40 crowd but i mean it's it's really cool that i mean literally any age group demographic it's it's perfect for and and brings in everybody for sure all right let's hit a little bit on the music side of things is it all kind of like electronic you know when you think of festival kind of that vibe or or what can Uh people expect from a music standpoint well i mean it's it all kind of started kind of from the edm type uh world and that's what kind of chris and and some of his team and, and david house who um as part of the team that built builds all the stages. I got to harp in a little bit on David house, how incredibly talented that guy is. I mean, if you see any of the stages at lost lands in, in Ohio, he builds mm-hmm. those all with led screens. It's, it's incredible, but get back on, uh, on topic. So, you know, Chris comes from the, the festival EDM festival world. Um, you know, myself, I've always 
always like to say I like the music because I'm so ADD. It keeps me keeps me focused. It keeps you dialed. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps me dialed. But like uh, you know, Jacob has always been a big EDM fan, and, and he kind of turned me on to a little bit more of it. And um, and it's it's just really cool. Like, I mean, it's just the vibes that you can have. And I think it's awesome that it's you know it's starting to move into golf, the EDM vibes because it fits perfectly. It's just a chill oh, yeah. four hours playing some golf, like stuff. some nice lo-fi house music. Yeah, hits, dude, you know? I mean. It probably helps my tempo a little bit too, but um, you know, Chris comes from the EDM world, and and that's kind of where we started this out at. But it, we don't, I guess, we won't pigeonhole ourselves to just that. I mean, there's mm-hmm. you know, if there's a company that wants a co-pro event in Nashville, probably going to do some country in there too. Right. Right? Like it, it, we're not just like settled on one thing, but I know EDM has been kind of the the, the cornerstone of where we started, and mm-hmm. and also that new movement of people getting into golf tend to like EDM a little bit more than the old school um, type golf music. So it's been Whatever they listen to. (laughs) Who knows? Mozart? Who knows? Oh, Uh, Mozart. Uh, But dude, so are there like multiple stages now? Because you had mentioned, you know, he has the background in building stages out. So when I think mm -hmm. of like major big festivals, I think of multiple stages, you know, here and there. Are you guys at that point yet? Or is is it just, you know, like the one stage or a couple stages? Well, yeah. So, I mean, we... Uh, just had one stage at the end of Phoenix and that's what we've been doing. Cause it's a little easier. We're kind of looking for the, um, and like Phoenix, I think we had anywhere from like 1100 to 1400 people like that smaller crowd. Um, you know, and, and we do have plans to make it bigger. I mean, we want to be able to, you know, bring in five to 10, you know, maybe down the road, 20, 25,000 people and make this thing blown up. But as of right now, I mean, we really only need one stage and, and kind of hit what we wanted to hit, but I'm telling you it's all, everything's in play. Like right. once we get down the road and, and, uh, you know, obviously it comes down to, you want to get really corporate here. It comes down to budgets and stuff, but yeah. you know, once those doors, uh, you know, those doors opens for a little bit more cash to be able to go after and do a little bit more stuff. I mean, nothing's all off limits and then for that's sure. the plan to go. Yeah. No, I mean, two things that come to mind right now are like how geographically you can sort of tailor each event to, like you had mentioned Nashville country, um, you think about another example anywhere else throughout the United States, having like that sort of like more cultural pre- relevance, whether it be like country music in Nashville, et cetera, et cetera. So for you, I guess it sounds like this tour is going to be traveling all throughout the U S right. All domestically mm-hmm. in the coming years. Well, that's the plan. Our biggest goal when we first started off is to be able to pile in all our activations, all our cool stuff onto a, a uh, on a tractor trailer and, and cruise around the country and do 20, 30 days a year. So, and that, that's a still a goal, man. And that's what we uh-huh. plan on doing. And, and, uh, I mean, I, I think we can get there. I think it's, we've, we're off to a good start. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Just follow the tour, you know, like West coast mm-hmm. to East coast or something like that. That'd be yeah, awesome, yeah. man. You might be onto something that may or may not have been brought up before. You never know. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so do you have plans? Like, would you want to scale it internationally as well? Is that kind of something? That is, uh, it's funny you said that. We've had a couple international uh, venues and, and companies reach out about uh, diving into it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the near future, probably not. Um, mm-hmm. And I say near future, probably 23. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, all cards are out there. I mean, if there's a chance to go and, and, I mean, golf is a huge sport around the whole country or whole world. And, you know, art's obviously big and music is so it's, we go to these different countries and and uh and crush it but that's definitely on the horizon but not in the near future i can't imagine running an event like this like can you talk a little bit about some of the logistical challenges that you've uh you faced like maybe, maybe when you first started out and what that was like i mean i'll tell you this 
Um, I, I really do got to brag on Chris and, and his hard work and, and his team and uh, Greg and their team. I mean, we have this thing. God, I hate to be like, knock on wood and brag about it. We have this thing so dialed that mm-hmm. we can go into a place and be able to produce these events. And I mean, I hate to say this, but in Phoenix, we, we had the date and we had the, we had the venue, but we realistically didn't really put things together until five weeks out like six weeks out. Oh, you know, really? So you guys yeah, are super can, agile. It sounds like we can crush it. I mean, and yeah. I, I will say this, like it is party tour is our, I guess our baby, but it's also not our number one financial thing we do in life right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we do have our, I guess, quote unquote day jobs. So mm-hmm. it, it definitely, we have to be resourceful and, um, you know, with our time. And, and, and that's one thing it's been really cool. It, it, I wouldn't say it puts pressure on you, but you know, makes you be really, really efficient. And we've, we've learned how to do that. And obviously with Chris's background and those boys' background, it's, it's been a lot easier. So my side on the golf side, is a little bit easier than bringing in a, you know, a huge stage and stuff, right. but, um, but it's cool, man. It, it's definitely a little bit stressful. I think the biggest thing is anticipating what goes wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and, and our team, they all give me crap cause I'm the, I'm the devil's advocate, but I think things right. worst case possible. And I've always have, and that's definitely a, um, I guess that's a good characteristic trait when it comes to business, but also a very uh, <laughs> stressful trait to have. Right. But, you know, it's I always look at what's going to happen worse, the worst case scenario. And, and I think if you work from there, it, it tends to, um, A, things are better than you thought they were. And B, you're, you're not caught off guard by anything. So um, mm-hmm. it's been fun, man. These things are fun. They're, they're yeah. fun to produce and... Um, it does take a lot of work. I will say that. And I won't ever knock on saying it doesn't take any work or it's not hard. It is extremely hard to produce these events. But like I said, the team and, and our backgrounds and, and how efficient we are, it makes, makes it a lot easier. So I guess yeah. that's why our team is like, you know, we, why we've been successful. And, and I think it's really cool to see other, other brands and other events kind of reach out to us about helping them do some stuff just because of how efficient, how, how ways we crush it. Yeah, no, it's it's really interesting to hear the background because it's like you guys have everything covered. It's like the trifecta between the art, music, and golf, you know. Um, but dude, one thing that kind of comes to mind is like, if we if we were to zoom out and just look at golf, this might be putting you a little bit on the spot, but like just l- zooming out, looking at golf. You said you've been in golf for for a long time. Can you talk a little bit about like how far golf has come um, from like when you had first started to today? Uh, and just like from a cultural relevance standpoint, cause it's just a really exciting time to see where things are at. Oh yeah. I mean, so my, my background, I, I played golf my whole life, but I was a, mm-hmm. I was a baseball player. I ended up to college and played baseball and, and then turned pro in golf after I retired from baseball and then, and then got in a long drive. So, um, in the professional game of golf, I've only been it since probably 2015. So a little mm-hmm. bit, but I've been around golf my whole life. And I'll tell you this, the last two, three years, I mean, it's changed more than the past hundred years, I bet. I mean, I'm not that old, so I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I asked for some people. How old are you again? Yeah. But, no, <laughs> not that old, but, um, you know, the transition that it's been more inviting, more open. And, mm-hmm. and the cool thing about this sport, man, as you know, as well as I do, is once you hit a golf shot, 
and you hit you're one, just hooked if you're pure yeah, you're that, i mean you're hooked it doesn't matter who you are yeah. and dude, it's it's dude, it's really cool to see on social media some of these people that you would never thought play golf they get into it they're like yeah like i hate golf and then like show up and like golf is so sick but yeah right. it's um it's really cool to see the transition of you know being more inviting obviously and, and, and bringing in more uh different demographics are getting into golf and, and that's really cool but the the game itself has changed more even on the competition wise of hitting the ball far it's more exciting uh i think you know i'm a little biased but i think world long drive has brought some excitement to some golf mm-hmm. and it's transitioning a little bit more into like hey this is a little bit more fun and, and people are you know sending drives and i mean max homa chunked his freaking wedge the other day i thought that was cool like i think yeah. i think people need to see that and i think the uh this the game itself and how it's played is transitioning into being a little bit cooler and 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 opening to more people yeah. like there's a long drive contest for the the comp or the uh NFL um, Pro Bowl. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was sick. That was awesome. Yeah. You see the D lineman like miss two times and then Happy Gilmore and smashed it. Like, and like they're just going nuts. Like that's so cool. Yeah, oh, it's just interesting to see. Like you said, how how much things have changed, you know, over time, and, and it's just interesting to also think about like where things are going as well. And that's why, I mean, I'm a fan of the game, right? And and what you guys are doing is so cool because it it just appeals to a different, maybe different demographic, or maybe someone was hesitant to get into the game initially, and mm-hmm. then they see you guys, they come out, they have a great time, and they're hooked because you guys have a range. They can hit the ball, they can go and party, they can go and drink. Yeah, I mean, like I mentioned it before, is like a lot of the people that come to these events sometimes are just there to see the art, and they never mm-hmm. hit a golf ball, and they're like, wait, I can watch art and. And nobody's critiquing me how to hit a golf ball over here and we have a little fun. It's 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 been really cool to see just that from my perspective and what we're doing is just a small segment of what the sport is doing now. But you know, I bet you thirty percent of the people that come in our festivals are going to just to see the art and all of a sudden now they love golf. And right. now they're like, When's the next one of this? So I can go hit golf balls and, and this is inclusive and not have to worry about where I'm hitting it, but also get to go be some, go see something I'm extremely passionate about, which is art. It's like, that's just like the small segment I see. And that's actually like kind of what I'm like most proud of is seeing people that come to our festivals and our events that may not even care about golf. And then they leave and like, this is sick. And like, yeah. I guess that feels like we you know made an impact and, you know, for the game of golf, but also like, you know, as well as I do golf opens some doors to a lot of stuff when it comes to business, to friendships, to community, you know, to all these different things. So it's, it's really cool to have that impact also. For sure. For sure. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your sponsors? Cause you guys have like a really impressive list of sponsors. I mean, I know you've only been doing it for a couple of years now, but I was going through your list, going through your website. And I mean, there's mm-hmm. some, there's some massive companies on that list. Yeah. We, um, you know, it was, you know, Mick, uh, Mick ultra has been with us ever since we started, um, you know, our first event, we had a, a pretty big NFT company um, brand called MetaFans that came on and, and it was a great partnership for that first one down here in Florida because they're, they're based out of Florida. Uh, you know, and then we went to Phoenix and, you know, had some really cool Phoenix brands. Uh, we're really tight with the guys at Timeless. Um, you know, does, Rocky and does Jesus of Golf, does he own them or is he, no, is that like his no. venture? Because I always no, see him posting them. Yeah, <laughs> He is actually a brand ambassador, uh, okay. sponsored athlete for, by this boy. So, yeah. um, no, Timeless has been, I mean, they're, they're like family to us, some, some good guys. And, you know, they've helped us. They came to the one in Palm Beach and obviously, you know, being in their backyard in Phoenix helped out a lot. And, um, you know, we've had some really, really cool brands that have hopped on. And I think it's, um, I think we're kind of like in the tip of the iceberg when it comes to that. Um, 
you know, we're lucky that I wouldn't say lucky. I hate to use the word lucky because we've worked hard and, and, right. and have great connections and networking and all that good stuff. But, you know, to be able to go and, and go to a, a, a top golf and, and do an event with 2K Sports and, you know, Top Golf and, you know, Malbon Stevens probably. I wouldn't say those two companies are billion dollar companies and how Stevens going right now. Shit, Malbon might be up there pretty soon right. too. And it's, um, you know, to be able to activate there, I mean, it's just, it's, it's really cool. And, and I think um, people and the companies and brands are seeing what you're talking about right now is like we, we are on the tip of the iceberg of a movement in golf. Um, there's so many different people that are in golf that love it. And, and, and this community is growing so big and it's not just growing big. It's, it's spreading everywhere. How can we, um, you know, hit the masses here? And I guess, I mean, benefit financially off this movement. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Hey, like, well, you got three prongs of people, you got art music and, and golf lovers. And all of a sudden now they're in one spot. And now, is, and then, and this is, you know, moving on to bigger and bigger things. So it's really cool. And, and as a brand, I think they, they really respect what we're doing and, and seeing what we've brought in and who we bring in. Um, and also I think they respect for us being crazy enough to try it. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, ballsy, man, but you guys dude. pull, you're pulling it off. Like I, just seeing I, your guys posts and just like the aesthetic that you guys have been able to create on your website. Like it's badass to see as like an outsider, you know? Oh yeah. It's, it's, um, it's cool, man. And just me personally, it's it's always been a struggle when people like they don't try. Like and like you gotta give it a go. Like even how crazy it is or how, you know, crazy it to the world it is. But you know, mm-hmm. if you don't give it a shot, you A, you're never gonna do it and be successful in that certain situation and B like realistically nobody really cares. Like, you know, like if you don't try, yeah. nobody's gonna be bothered. And also if you try your your you know, tried your ass off and you fail, but you worked your ass off. People respect that too. And I'll tell you this. I think the cool thing about what we're doing is I've had a few people that are, um, I guess, well-versed in this world and, and pretty high-profile uh, people just like, damn, I wish we thought of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, wish we actually did this. You guys beat us to the punch. And um, no, it's it's been cool. It's been cool. For sure. So I didn't see your guys' schedule for 2023. Has that been released because if I look on your website, it says Phoenix and then West Palm Beach. Do you guys have mm-hmm. like events planned for 2023? Have they been released yet or can we talk about them? Or? We um, So we can dive into a little bit of what we're doing, but we can't okay. release where they're at yet. Um, okay. we, we're working on uh, working with a few brands that want to uh, you know co-promote and co-pro a few events. And we have a couple of brands that are interested in us coming in and, and running their events too. Um, so we're trying to, I guess... Um, you know, figure out that, that avenue that best fits being able to um, do all these things. Cause in, in the whole scheme of things, our company is a event production company. Right. I mean, the, the LLC is actually called fun golf international. Most people probably don't know that, but mm-hmm. you know, fun golf international, but we yeah. um, you know, for this year, we do plan on having a few um, okay. of our just standalone music festivals, but we can't really go into too much in venues yet just because we do have some players that are um, some brands that are interested in kind of take a little bit bigger role um, interested in, you know, doing some crow pro and a little bit bigger role in this. And once we kind of, I guess, get that dotted and signed, I think it's, it's off the races, but we should know. I ask cause I'm like, dude, months. when I'm like, dude, when can I go? When can I sign up? Or <laughs> I where know. can I sign up? You know? I mean, my, my, DMs get blown up all the time. They're like, where you guys come back to back to Florida? When are you guys going to, you know, 
going everywhere. But I'll tell you, we're gonna have a few events, and we'll sooner than later we'll be able to we'll be able to push it. But it's we got some really cool stuff in the, in the works. I wish okay. I could tell you more. I, I wish I could tell you more, but it's some really cool two. stuff we'll, in the works. We'll do a part two. We'll do a part oh, two. You know what? We got to do one of these episodes live from the party tour, also. Yeah, no, that'd be or badass. We'll I'd love that. <laughs> I love that. All right. So before we kind of end it, I mean, you talked a little bit about long drive. Just curious what your experience has been like in long drive uh, as like a professional and something that maybe, you know, the average golfer wouldn't understand about. Or, or has no idea kind of like the things you go through, the training you go through. Just curious, like your overall mm-hmm. thoughts on long drive and, and, and what's that's been like for you? Yeah, I mean, it's um, the whole scheme of things have been a huge blessing. The sport's been yeah. awesome to me. Um, I tell you, I, I wouldn't be here in, in the golf space without it. I'll leave it at that. Um, I do rather hit all 14 clubs than just one club. So right. I like to play golf at a higher level and, and I still have aspirations of that. But, um, you know, the, thing is i got in long drive in 2017 uh, i was trying to play for a living before that um and just like most would know in professional golf is everybody's good and you're running out of money and running out of time is you know very quickly so um you know i was trying to play struggle for a while and uh and then got into my brother and my and my one of my best friends taught me in the long drive and like hey you hit a pass everybody go try world championships 2017 try to qualify and i did qualify and i ended up coming in fifth and the world first summer picked up the club, the long drive club. And then also the club broke off my back and hit a guy in the stands on live TV. So almost. Wait, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what I do you mean the, it broke uh, off your back? So my club on the recoil, the, sh- the shaft snapped off my back and the club head went behind me. Are and you hit serious? A guy na- and hit a guy named Dean Jarvis in the stands. Yeah. Um, look up, I think is. I was on SportsCenter, not top 10, which bothers me because I think it should be top 10. It shouldn't be not yeah. top 10 because you had to swing pretty hard to do that. But I think it was number nine on SportsCenter, not top 10, like September of 2017. So yeah. um, that was kind of funny way to get on get on the map there. But also mm-hmm. it's a little frustrating because I think that thing had a, a tons and tons of views. And, you know, when you go on, like I hate to knock on them, but when you go on Golf Channel, you sign over the rights to that. So I didn't make any money off YouTube off that, but right. sure as hell could have done it. But um, you know, long drive it's 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 gotten bigger. Um, I won one of the biggest. Um, I guess right, I'll go back to saying it's been a blessing, but also it's been a heartbreak. I did win one of the biggest events in the sport uh, in 2018 in China. I won a, uh, I think the second biggest first place check ever in the sport, and it took a year oh, wow. for them to pay me. So that really? was a really, really tough year. Yeah. Um, we can, I don't want to dive too far into that anymore because they actually, you know, they paid me every dime and it's, it's in the past, but that was yeah, a net 30 terms. Uh, not necessarily. Right. Yeah. I, was <laughs> just, yeah, man, this, no. I was just really excited that, that I got every time, but 2019 was kind of a dark year. I will say that. But mm-hmm. um, the cool thing about the sport is, man, it's, it's kind of like what we're hitting on with just the party two in general. There's the golf is, golf itself, how it's played is, is transitioned to a more fun, energetic type thing. And, and, um, and, and lawn drive is realistically the biggest promoter of fun, exciting, loud, you know, uh, excitement on with a golf club in your hand. Mm-hmm. And I do say, you know, I feel like lawn drive has helped. I know, I know Bryson made a big jump when he tried to gain a bunch of speed in the middle of COVID. And it was kind of like a perfect world when lawn drive Bryson, covid golf that's exploded so um it's it's been cool to see the sport 
kind of help push golf. Mm-hmm. Um, but that on the complete flip side, long drive isn't golf. Um, right. You know, we, we get um, six balls, of, you know, we get six balls a set. So we get, we get five, technically five mulligans or five breakfast balls, <laughs> however you want to look at it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's some of the best athletes that, you know, we always joke is the greatest athletes on the planet, but majority of the people that are in the sport come from another professional background. I mean, I bet you 80, 70, 80% of the guys are ex hockey or baseball players baseball at an extremely guys, high yeah. level. Um, so it's, I guess it brings athleticism to, to the sport, but I mean, who doesn't want to hit it far and hit it past their boys, you know, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and it's cool. A, a company just bought the world long drive tour from golf channel. Um, Gina PLDA or, PLDA, so GNF Entertainment bought World Lawn Drive from Golf Channel and then acquired PLDA with it um, on a completely different thing. So, we're, you know, we're, we were not on TV for two years. Um, Golf Channel blamed it on COVID. Um, I know the real reason. I can't really get into that, <laughs> but yeah. it, there's a little bit more than <laughs> it tends to be a little bit more of this than COVID. Yeah. But um, we'll have an off know. the record convo about, uh, about all this after. Yeah. Uh, a little off the record, but it's. Yeah. The sport, yeah, they acquired PLDA, and we've had, I think we have three or four events on TV this year, and then they plan mm-hmm. to probably double that next year. So it, it's good, and the exposure's getting there, and it's it's good that we can, I guess, um, you know, benefit off what we do for a sport. I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but, you know, you know, one of the top guys, and I hit the ball further than 99.999% of the people on the planet, and, you know, the best, you know, 0.001% doctors get paid a lot of money, mm-hmm. <laughs> same with, you know, athletes. And, and hopefully, you know, we get a little bit more exposure that, you know, long drive can start inching that way. And I'm not saying we need to make millions of dollars in a golf ball, you know, getting five mulligans, but, you know, those mm-hmm. boys out there on tour and those, you know, the girls on LPGA deserve that. But, you know, we shouldn't have to work multiple jobs right. to be able to play the sport, yeah. which is hopefully we'll get there. But, you know, by the time it probably does get there, I'll be too worried about us, you know, throwing huge ragers over in Europe and Australia and, and, yeah. and Asia and everywhere on the planet. And hopefully the party tour is a huge, huge, huge brand by then. For sure. No, it's exciting. I'm excited to see how this all plays out, you know, mm-hmm. and you'd talked about the prevalence of like long drive and how that kind of like carried the narrative, like just for the growth of the game into the future and and like more and more people are playing. But like, for me, it's just like, it's a little different, you know? And I think different is good, especially in like Mm -hmm. the world of golf. Different is good because, you know, it's going to attract more people to the game. It's going to bring new eyes, new sponsors, more money into the game as well. So I'm just, I just want to give you props, man, for starting the party tour. I think it's super badass, and I'm like really excited to see how, how things kind of move into the future. No, man, we really, truly appreciate your support. And, and uh, I'm sure that we got some, like I said, big things on the horizon. So we'll have to see you at the next one. For sure, man. I'm down. Just tell me <laughs> just tell me when and I'll show up. <laughs> I'll get you a media pass. You got to make sure you write the right things. <laughs> no. 